Greetings is co-hosted and co-produced by Bobby O'Rourke and Dan Conroy. Be sure to follow us on Instagram at GreetingsPod or on Twitter at GreetingsCast for weekly updates, photos, and to see what card we're talking about that week. Greetings, and thank you for joining us for another episode of Greetings, the Greeting Card Podcast. I'm Dan Conroy. And I'm Bobby O'Rourke. Bobby, riddle me this. What is the strangest greeting you've ever heard or read or someone's told you? Do you have one of those for us right now today? This is a bit of a cheat, but the first thing that came to mind once was someone was thanking me for something I'd done at work, and they just sent an email to say thank you, but they misspelled thank you and wrote Thanos. So I don't think that's Uh. exactly what you're looking for, but it was fun to get an email that just said Thanos. And out of curiosity, was this during the Thanos popularity height of Big Purple Man? Oh, from of the course, Avengers it time? happened a one week after, uh, was it Endgame or what was Beginning Game called? Oh, God, I think it was uh, Infinity War. Infinity then War, yes. Infi- it, it, this was at, right when Infinity War had come out. So my mind was naturally geared to seek it out. And, and so that's a bit of a cheat, but I got that one. And I, I love that. I once got one that started an email that started with the word blessings. Which I felt was oh, yes. nice. Yeah, that's nice. That seems like an older one. That one comes from like a different time mm-hmm. when people would often say blessings because it's got a little bit more of a religious connotation, I imagine, but also just because it, it feels older. I don't know. It feels like your grandma saying it. It's or new age like as well. Like it, It's sort of like the has a hippy dippy sensibility, I think, that just is sort yes. of peace man, you know. Blessings. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like it's like namaste. It's like one mm-hmm. step away from that. Yeah, I like that. Blessings is nice. Was that a uh, professional email or oh, a personal oh, yes. email? Yeah, can this, you say? this was a uh, this was a professional email. So naturally, interesting. I saved it, screenshotted it, send it to friends whenever I want them to know they're appreciated. Was it um, somebody that you would see regularly in the office that you work at, or somebody who was kind of away from it? That like I'll never see this person again. So. That's perfect. I don't have to think about this anymore. Someone I I talked to over email at least. Or or at the time, at least a few times a year. Not someone I see regularly, but enough that they know who I am. So it was it was mid level mm. mid level familiar. We're not strangers, but we're not close. And so this was just a person who really wanted to spread the love, I guess, and just started by saying blessings every time. And sometimes the emails, I love that. the content didn't always make the most sense, but blessings was was nice to see. But blessings was always there, and that can lift your spirits up. That is that is heartwarming. I really enjoy that. Do they still do that today, or have they changed their greeting? This person hasn't talked to me in a while, so I'd have to find out. If I could do some recon on that, I will let you know. I have a few, though, from that, from that time. I got two or three that start with blessings. Maybe what you have to do is open a conversation with them and start it with blessings to sort of plant the seed of blessing giving again. Again, because sometimes we might feel in our world that we give a blessing to others, but we not, might not receive one back. And I do that as well. So maybe that's what we all have to do. Maybe we all have to actively give blessings to other people so that we can get them right the hell back. Yeah, you got to give some blessings to take some blessings because they're yours and they belong to you and no one else should have them. I, I once sent, well, well before I, I want to hear yours, but I'll just say one more thing. I, I once sent an email or two in jest that started with salutations, which is not only oh, yes. not only old timey, but vaguely sinister. I, I don't know why. I just I just think of a vizier scheming against a sultan whenever I hear salutations. There's so many syllabants. It just feels naturally evil. It sounds it sounds naturally evil because salutations sort of feels very neutral thing to say Mm. it's not blessings is very um heartwarming and very close and then there's other ones that feel a little bit more professional but still still warm salutations feels like the kind of thing to 
say over right before bad news like if we were watching like a silent film it's like salutations is what the bad guy says before he lays someone down on a train track completely wrapped up in rope ah salutations i see you saw where i've laid them yeah or i just like someone a fantasy character like salutations welcome to the emperor's abode you know just like (laughs) why you're just not getting good news after salutations why did that sound a little bit like cobra commander for me like it was kind of like especially with the s sound word like salutations like salutations okay that was so much better wait do that again car we're going to going to keensburg water park everyone in the minivan (laughs) oh my god (laughs) joe's roll out we're going to keensburg (laughs) crossover um Doing a crossover with uh, with G.I. Joe's. That is but Yes. Salutations definitely has a little bit more of a of a of a viciousness to it. Sort of a, a evilness one way or another. But what about you? So did you ever get or or send any interesting greetings one way or the other? My mine was actually an end greeting. So one thing that I always do in my emails, I actually will always end an email because when I was first making or writing professional emails, getting a real job. I didn't really know how to end it because best wishes felt a little odd to me at the time. And some people just do best comma. So I ended up just writing sincerely. So sincerely, Dan Conroy. Sincerely is you've seen that chart that 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 lists in a way Dungeons and Dragons. It lists all the, the sign offs you could have on an email. I think sincerely is like neutral good or something like it means. Well, mm. it's business like no, no problems at all. So I think that that's a more than fair choice. To, to, I appreciate to, that. Yeah, there's nothing chaotic about it. Overall, it's going to help the team, even though it might not be the strongest player. Yeah, I do feel like Sincerely is good. And then whenever I wanted to thank someone from a deeper level, I would be sure to end it with most sincerely, which I thought really brought the feeling right out there. And I always wondered if it was archaic because I never saw anyone else write sincerely or if it was just one of those things that kind of fell out of fashion but one way or another i kind of kept doing it because i didn't know how to go back and i feel like it was still strange to start doing wishes or see you later like i didn't know how else to end my emails you you kind of put too much into it like you couldn't you couldn't backtrack and most sincerely has a bit of an aaron burr alexander hamilton ring to it that's it there's it it feels ornate or or ornate wait who's nate or (laughs) i meant (laughs) It feels Nate, Nate. Burr, <laughs> Nathan. My Burr. favorite, my favorite historical character, Nathan Burr. Nate Burr. <laughs> he was Aaron Burr's like cool brother who skateboarded. He was older. He like bought us cigarettes, and he was like, "Hey man, that uh, Hamilton guy really uh, chopped your loins." There's only one thing to do: time to take pistols to Hackensack, if you know what I mean. Panama. You're right brother most sincerely aaron your brother most sincerely aaron your brother the last letter that aaron burr ever did write to his cool brother nathan who (laughs) who went on to go to turks and caicos for spring break another greeting that i have done but it was completely by mistake and i've done it multiple times writing letters because i write way too quickly and never do any spell check is when i'm writing good afternoon at the beginning of an email I will misplace the A and the F, so the F will go before the A, which means that I will accidentally write good fatter noon. (laughs) (laughs) And there have been at least two to three emails that I didn't pick up on it in time, to which I sent them an email that said good fatter noon. Good fatter noon. I didn't know good fatter noon. And I was afraid that they thought I was making some kind of crude joke that I would not make. Or if I was trying to be funny 
or if I was illiterate. But one way or another, that did go through. And it just I think at one point I tweeted it years and years ago because I was like, wait, did am I the first one to notice this? That it all it takes is the changing of two letters to get to good fatter noon. Let's have a fatter noon, everybody. And and of course, the most embarrassing part was you sent it in the morning, which just made you look like a huge idiot. It was 11.59 a.m. It was right the, the wrong cutoff. time to do it. It was mm. the wrong time. Some people round up and try to do the good afternoon because they're like, oh, by the time the email gets over there, it's going to be. No, it was 11.59. It was time stamped when I sent it. It doesn't matter. I look like a real doy doy. Speaking of the sound doy doy, one of the phrases that I was thinking of, I did a little research beforehand. Bobby, do you happen to remember the phrase that C. Montgomery Burns from The Simpsons would constantly say when he picked up the phone? Oh, of course. I greet I greet people on the phone this way. I believe it's ahoy hoy. Yes. So that was the one I had researched beforehand. Do you know where that comes from? No, no. I only knew that he's obviously saying ahoy in a idiosyncratic way, but I do not know where that comes from. So it's so funny because that was the one that I looked up because I remembered looking it up a long time ago and wondering to myself, where the hell did that come from? Was that from a piece of history we totally lost? Or was that a language that, you know, was spoken elsewhere and Mr. Burns is, you know, using it for some reason here? Turns out that was actually popularized by the old telephone maker himself, Alexander Graham Bell, who in the 1870s, when he was getting telephone culture kind of off the ground well first he was inventing it and then second of all because he was inventing it he was trying to figure out how people would use this device and one of the things he was trying to figure out was how people would talk and he was trying to make it vogue to say ahoy hoy when you pick up the phone because he wasn't convinced that saying hello or hi or good afternoon was proper enough for the telephone this is the victorian era where they probably thought way too much about this stuff and so, yeah, he was trying to popularize the term ahoy hoy, which I guess after his death and even beforehand, it just was not at all popular. And then the joke on The Simpsons was that Burns was so old is that that's how he would answer the phone. That is so typical of the early to mid season Simpsons uh, and of those writers to make an Alexander Graham Bell joke that you have to have a minor in history to fully understand that I mean, and and that was I, I can only imagine that's early early Roman Republic Simpsons or Empire Simpsons, not not the not Byzantine Simpsons when when the 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 stories are becoming very elaborate and and you're starting to see some of the holes uh, in in the narrative structure. The Empire is too large at that point, and you know the the Visigoths are coming down soon by uh, by season fifteen. I, I yeah, I think that that was like the later Republic turning Empire, probably like season. What is that around season two, season three about? Mm, that's a good era. A bunch of friggin' Harvard graduates in there. Just wild stuff. I wondered, though, if that would be a thing that we could ever get back to saying ahoy hoy. Seems a little bit fun to be a ship captain because I think that's what it was based off of. That's why I say it. I love it. I think it's a great way. I think it brightens people's days. Yeah. And I'm so glad you do it because not only does it feel like charming and lovely and seafaring, but also it's a fun reference to a TV show that everybody knows and loves, right? Without question. It's mandatory listening uh, and watching here in the good old US event. Gotta do both. Can't just listen to an episode. Can't do the dishes and leave the TV on. You have to sit down and watch it all. Yep, you have to watch it all. You have to enjoy it. You can't keep it on mute and you have to enjoy the new thing apparently, which is all about Graggle Simpson, which is apparently some new meme that I just can't wrap my head around where apparently there is a lost character. Did you hear about this? No, I'm, I'm old now. 
now, I think. Look up Graggle Simpson later, and if you hear this podcast, go ahead and do it yourself if you want to hurt your brain. Um, I spent I spent too much time. It'll probably be dated by the time this episode comes out, but mm-hmm. as of this episode, it is a thing going around YouTube, and uh, it disappoints me. It is shockingly hard to not be dated any longer. That things things are popular for a week, and and I sound like an old curmudgeon when I say this, but but no, let's get old together. People people send me things. I I get memes and videos and they're often funny but they're popular at an enormous level for one week and then no one remembers them after that it's a go through my instagram meme history with a couple friends that that i have to go three weeks back is like going back to the roman empire you're just like oh yeah that was funny three weeks ago no one remembers that any longer so much of it gets thrown at us at such a quick rate it begs the question, how much of this will we actually remember? Not even forget a year's time, like 20 years, 30 years time when like we're looking back on the things that were popular. Not to say, of course, there won't be media memories the way there always been. Like there are TV shows and things that you share with friends and movies that'll always exist. But these little memes, which is, you know, to put them in a more broader sense, these quick snippets of media that we enjoy for a moment's time how long are they just going to stay in our conscious brain and and like what would it take to really bring them up honestly i wonder if there will be a business in the future as dystopian as this sounds where they're able to i mean they're just going to catalog memes and bring them up and go remember this that's going to be like a some one way or another that's going to be a huge industry in like 20 years from now sort of archiving the old memes and and the old internet heads will be able to remember their fun time passing around uh, what what recently or what made them giggle in like 2019 or whatnot. That's a real debate I found out with historians is, is how do you catalog social media as a document of a time because our former president, as you know, very fond of the tweetings. And there are legitimate historians who say, I think I have to include tweets now as part of the historical record because policy was decided on tweets. There were events that occurred that are recorded as monumental that happened because of tweets or memes or text messages that were accidentally sent, which is wild to me that students could one day be reading a series of tweets. It'll in, be in a textbook in or, or in a, or in a text audio book. Yeah, it will be, it will be available for them to see, to get an idea of what the nation was seeing at the time. Cause you're right. It's like, it's the same idea as a nation who like saw the moon landing altogether or the Berlin wall fell, but now it's going to be, yeah, every, everybody was on Twitter or at least the great majority. Or if they weren't on Twitter, you'd see it on the news. You know, the, local news shows tweets of that recently came up so that will be something that has to be archived and on its face as gravely upsetting as that is to me at least i agree that it does have to be cataloged because it's something we all experienced and we're all there and it would be it would be a erasure of the history to not include it because that's what we were experiencing even though the idea of students 20 years from now getting the base history of this time from people's thoughts when they were on the toilet is really upsetting but that is just maybe you know a great history was made on the toilet that that we can all agree on there's there's surely a book out about that somewhere somewhere now and and i wonder if old empires felt the same when uh, iconography and painting came out if there were justinian was like so you're just gonna paint a picture of me doing this with my fingers you know holding two up and and having a crown around me and they're like yeah it'll show that you were 
conquering, you know, the Visigoths again. And he'll say, okay, fine. I don't think it's going to make it, but sure, go ahead. Let me get this straight. You're going to put my likeness on a vase defeating the Spartans and I'm dressed like Heracles? Seems a little gauche, don't you think? Like, you're just going to put this on, on amphoras? And they'll be like, no, 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 it'll be great. People are going to remember this for at least decades. All right, put it on. But I mean, that seems, you know, I like my amphoras the same way I like my wine. Plain and syrupy. <laughs> Card? card uh yay gay. it's oh, bobby's week oh man i sorry i had one more thing to say as we jump oh, yeah, the yeah, card, sorry go I, ahead please I, I sent it this week as you know so i i'm aware of what we have you're the one who's going to be surprised Appro- or, or adjacent to the greeting that you get email greetings have the fun added twist of misspellings like yours happening often because yes my name blends itself to many misspellings booby being the mm. most popular one I, I have a whole treasure trove of emails that start hey booby booby o'rourke but then they get really eclectic and abstract and you can only imagine auto correct had some kind of bad day and was taking it out on these people because i've gotten bulby i've gotten bulby bobi i've gotten bonbu b-a-n-b-u which is just a bonbu. different bonbu is a different name that that must have been bonbu a real sounds like a really bonbu sounds like a really good sneaker like, I would yeah. want to get, like, a pair of Bonboos for when I was, like, jogging. <laughs> like, that sounds like a really good brand of, like, high-performance sneakers because my feet are bad. That yeah. would be something I'd want to get. But you would never write in a greeting card. You would never write good fat or noon. That just, that just wouldn't happen. But on an email, it's so easy to make those kinds of mistakes, which I think is a lot of fun. But that wouldn't yeah, happen that's... if you were writing a Christmas card. You wouldn't write, dear booby, happy fat or noon. Or... <laughs> <laughs> Happy Fatter Noon in a Christmas card. Just the concept of that just makes me really happy. I want you to enjoy this part of the Christmas, but the in-between, I couldn't care less. The evening, the morning. Mm-mm. That's not what it's about. It's about our, our day of, of Santa times. So enjoy it. Have a good Fatter Noon, booby, or Bulby, or whatever your name is. Whatever Bulby is. fascinates me. I like that one a lot, too. That's You're right. Like You wouldn't do those same mistakes those would really only come up when you're like typing and really not thinking very hard about how you're typing. Which no, is you, how you I send it out. You, you write greeting cards, a lot of them often, especially for the holidays, but you often care about what you're writing, whereas emails, you're just sending them out hundreds at work. a time. You don't, you don't it's look. W- look, I don't need you to remember. There's a whole like meme about saying people's, uh, hopefully I'll remember in 20 years, about saying people's names right or like my name is right there, please type it. I've gotten David. I've gotten Dom Conroy. I've gotten Dane. I, and at this point, I'm just, David, I don't care. David's a completely different name. I've gotten it, man. I don't know what it is. It, I think I've gotten Dave Conroy, D-A-V-E, which is funny because I didn't think Dan was that uncommon of a first name. What's interesting is that um, legally, I'm trying to remember if this was on my paychecks for a little bit. They got it wrong in payroll, my last name. So I was getting them for a little bit as Daniel, Daniel Conoy, C-O-N-N-O-Y. They were still passing. They were still taking it at the bank. So I didn't even correct it until Daniel I think Canole. they emailed me and went, hey, real quick, why didn't you tell us your real name was Conroy? And I was like, oopsies. Like, I just didn't even think to bring it up. <laughs> I so. assume because you knew who I was, you also knew what my name was. But I guess that was an assumption. Yeah, I gave you my most sensitive information to work at this damn place. The least you could do was get my name right. You guys have my social, which, of course, as everyone knows, is beep. Yeah. Daniel Canoy and the and the and the washboard boys. That's my favorite jug band. I would pay a I would pay a a pittance and a half to go see them for a for a sip of moonshine, shine moon. Yeah, they're worth a hay penny. 
And not a penny more, let me just say, because towards the end, the, the jug whistling kind of gets a little tired. <laughs> it's because they were they were up early. I hate these progressive jug bands that just lead with nine minutes of jug blowing. Like, get to the meat, get to the get to the refrain. I know. Well, you know what? The other thing, too, is that, like, I went to a jug band the other night and the opener was a full orchestra. And I was like, no, I'm here for the jug band. And, like, they were doing a good Rachmaninoff, but I was like, no, come on. Like, I want to hear B- Blue Moon of Kentucky, but only through jug jug buckets this is not this is not a dig on jug bands i actually do like that so lay off everybody yeah this is a this is a a pro jug space we're pro jug yeah everyone i feel like that's gonna yeah that's gonna yeah we'll cut that don't worry about that oh we might keep it in we'll (laughs) say pro jug here on greetings the greeting card podcast man am i glad that i took the detour when you said card and i said no wait there's more (laughs) (laughs) this i we we've hit so much in between i'm so grateful you know what shame on me for wanting to cut it early we've got to keep rolling with these hits me and my stupid timing, which, you know, is beautiful. So, uh, yes, Bobby is responsible for the card this week. Everybody here at Greetings, which, by the way, if you'd like to see the card we're talking about this week, head on over to the Instagram and Twitter that I mentioned at the beginning of the podcast. Beautiful cards await you, including the one we're talking about today. So I'm about to open it. Bobby, are there any words before I uh, open it on up? No, I... I... I find I find it starts strong and then it, it mellows out. I wanted to know if you had the same impression. Start strong and mellows out, just like me on the podcast. All mm-hmm. right, so I am going to open it right now. May God have mercy on both of our souls. And wow, that is a lot to get at the beginning. Uh, that is... It sticks <laughs> with is, you. That is unsettling. Ugh. All right, so hopefully y'all are seeing this on the Instagram or Twitter. But if you are not, just to give you a little idea of what we're looking at here... It is a gentleman, if I had to do an age guess, I would probably see somewhere between his late 20s, early 30s, maybe about our age. Not a lot of salt and pepper in his beard. He's got a goatee beard and short hair. And he is, his mouth is wide open. And inside of his mouth, he's kind of doing like almost like the shocked face on what's that famous painting called? Oh, The Scream by by Munch, Edvard Munch, right? The facial structure, I believe so. The facial structure is a lot like The Scream, but clearly more excited and not scared than The Scream. And wide eyes, uh, full mouth, can't lose. And that full mouth (laughs) is filled with a pint of what appears to be lager beer. So they're holding the pint of lager inside of their mouth and the glass not 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 swashing it around there is a glass in a glass of beer in his mouth there yeah that the concept here the conceit is that they are holding that glass of beer that pint glass of beer through their lips and or teeth which you gotta imagine has got to be either a uncomfortable or at least be very dangerous because you can't put too much pressure on those things most pint glasses and this looks like a thin one i would say from the image here this looks like a thin pint glass would you agree yeah i it's the it's the least unsettling option that the pint glass is small because the other option is he has unhinged his jaw like a snake to fit a full a full glass of beer into his mouth. Yeah, I feel like the proportions are very off here. Like even if we're up close in this man's face and unless this gentleman is somewhere in the ballpark of eight feet tall, I can't imagine that their mouth is big enough to take an entire pint of beer and just hold it in their gaping maw the way they are, which is making them look like some kind of beer titan or beer cyclops you mentioned the eyes too and i think that's what got me the most with this card i mean the the whole thing is 
I pick a lot of frightening cards, and I can't tell if my mind. I'm so just... grateful that you do. I really am. Can I just say I'm so grateful that you take frightening, and I can take absurd, and we can we can find a middle ground. Thank God, because otherwise, I can't tell if my mind is drawn to that because I enjoy the genre of horror and I enjoy dark humor, etc. But this one, the eyes, they have that look that I think if you've ever been in a bar. Saturday night, you're young, you're looking to to have a good time with your chums, you order a beer. There's a party of dudes also in the bar who are just, you could tell they started drinking hours ago, and they're already yeah. at 10. They're, they're only gonna, it's only gonna go worse from here. And it's not even 10 p.m. No, this, it's, yeah, it's not even 10 p.m. This is the, those eyes are the eyes of the guy who's going to throw up all over the bathroom later tonight and ruin it for everyone else in the bar. And I think I was just... I looked at this and thought this isn't a celebration for me. This 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 card is like I'm gonna have a bad night in about two hours when this this guy starts a fight or throws up in the bathroom or gets kicked out of the bar. I don't know what's gonna happen. <laughs> You're 100 percent correct. This is the kind of guy I don't know. This person in real life, this actor, this model, you know, uh, uh, bless them and uh, blessings to them, like uh, the email would entail for uh, you know do blessings for doing this photo shoot. But I would say the kind of guy because he's clearly doing like a bar trick. He's doing one of those things where, like, I'm trying to remember, I think it was from Boardwalk Empire, the whole joke about the guy doing a bar trick, holding a cue ball in his mouth, and he said he could, like, swallow it and then hurl it back up or whatever. This guy's currently doing, like, some kind of weird bar trick right now, but this is also the kind of guy who's done this 10 times tonight and has also had 20 beers and (laughs) is going to try to start a fight with someone because they, quote unquote, looked at him wrong. And then he will need to be carted out by his friends before security gets them. So, yeah, this is the kind of dude who plays these kind of games and then gets those kind of consequences. Or he's the kind of dude who doesn't know the power of his own jaw and will crack this glass in his mouth. And that will be a bloody mess in its own way. So, yeah, this this is we are we are we are first introduced to the kind of person to avoid at the bar. Even if you know them, even if they're your friend, maybe just be like, let's get that pint glass out of your mouth and to paint. In broad strokes for a second, not the kind of person you normally associate with greeting cards. You don't usually give no. a bro of this supposed stature a greeting card. They're, they're usually not into it, which I like, thought was an interesting choice. I don't know where this card is going to be celebration wise yet, but I don't feel this being anything other than birthday, which is, you know, our, our meat and potatoes here. Maybe Father's Day, but usually Father's Day cards tend to be a little bit more wholesome. Sometimes they're beer jokes, but not often. Um, and we are we are getting close to Father's Day. Um, so mm-hmm. I, I wouldn't be surprised, but I also would be a little be like, oh, OK, this is different from the other ones. Never seen a National Beer Day card, so that's probably not going to come up. Uh, or this is a very sad Christmas card. <laughs> this is a depressing ass Christmas card. Not too sure what and only made worse by the clear bottles of bullet bourbon behind him. Do you see that he's kind of flanked by two ones like on the left and right? It took me a while when I saw the card because I thought they looked like lights and I thought maybe he's on the Vegas Strip or some party area of a oh, town. Yeah. It, 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 I didn't immediately make out the label. So when I saw it, I thought like, oh, he's just outside with a full mug of beer balanced in his mouth. But I think yours makes more sense that he's just in a bar with the bullet whiskey behind him. Now that the example that you just gave Bobby is the only sort of excuse I will give this person if they are on the Vegas Strip or the streets of Manhattan with a hat on the ground and maybe a little sign that says his Venmo handle and he's doing this to like get a couple of coins fine Hmm. I don't have any problems with that maybe I'll even throw a dollar down because there is something impressive about holding a whole pint glass in your mouth without throwing up or breaking the glass I couldn't do it I and and I know I couldn't either I don't I have a dainty mouth in comparison 
But it's the doing this for your friends at a bar when no one asked for it. Like, oh, God, Craig's going to do this again, isn't it? God, it's always Craig. Craig. Uh, he's no Craig. He, he's no Denise McTrain from the from the last time. Wasn't that the name of the woman? From oh, the last oh, my God. Wait, I wrote it down somewhere. Hold on. Hold on. Denise St. Train, right? Wait. Was it oh, Denise McTrain? I- Guys, I've been moving, or I'm not moving, but I'm moving stuff in my apartment, so I, oh, I don't remember her name. That's okay. I think it's Denise St. Train. Okay. So she's no, she's great because she'll give you the the morning of glory or whatever it was called, (laughs) and she'll give it to you for half off because that's just her job as a receptionist forever. She's basically doing like her her great-grandparents work, whereas Craig's over here, like just having one too many Molson Canadian lights. And this is just how he is. This is just him as a person. You know what? Worst girls night ever. Best best card. Worst girls night ever. I'm I'm now kind of like I didn't get to the second page yet, but I'm kind of scrolling a little down and I can kind of see the peaking of a bar. It's sort of a matte yellow color. And the everything about this card is we know what's frightening is the dimensions. Is this just a big head in a bar? Is this just like those big heads in Rick and Morty, except it's like doing bar tricks and it's like opening its wide mouth. Like, could I fit in that mouth? Because then this is a very frightening card that you have given us today, Bobby. I hope you're right. I hope it is just a disembodied floating giant head in a bar. Otherwise, it's just a man who's held the camera way too close to his face. Yeah, that's that's my goal. And I'm hoping it's that. And from one ginger beard to another, my friend, you've got to figure out your priorities if you're just a giant head pulling up these moves. Because mm. it's it definitely feels like he's encompassing way too much of the bar here. This is um, not a big fan of uh, the whole open mouth beer thing. Got to say, there's something just my my emotions. I don't know how you felt when you first saw it, but as I'm looking at it more and more, it's just a, a very upsetting. The detail to me that's most upsetting is that if you look carefully on the bottom, they have either photoshopped in or in- kept in the teeth. So it's not oh. even like a cartoon mug of beer that they've shoved into his mouth or, or kind of softened the edges of his mouth someone took the time to say well his teeth would be showing at the bottom oh, so Lord. to make it more this realistic is, this is one of my phobias i gotta say i don't like teeth i'm not afraid of going to the dentist i'm not afraid of getting dental work if i need it that's never been a problem for me um not afraid of my own teeth but to look at other people's inside mouth and teeth i can't think of i can't think of a worse fate even to do it for a minute i will actively just like cringe and really have to close my eyes. That's Not that I've been in many situations where that's a case, but like sometimes you'll see a photo or a video where teeth will, and it's just, I don't need to see the inside of your mouth. Thank you. That's fine by me. I learned something about you today. This is why we do this podcast. We learn a little bit about each other. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's something I do not like when someone's just like, I don't, again, I don't know how many times it's happened. If there was a reality show about dentists, that would be my core cutting moment that would be like end the subscription to i'm just gonna i'm gonna be a better person by not looking at screens anymore you have burned me for screens altogether if that ever happened just really bad stuff the real house dentists of atlanta oh (laughs) and you know they're gonna do because it's reality tv so they're gonna show you the worst teeth of atlanta Mm -hmm. it won't even be good ones it'll be like the people that are getting like those rows of fake teeth that they um that they screw into their gums which like good on you for getting that done but also i don't want to see it please i'm begging you I will watch surgeries over this. Um, Not that I want to do that either. But on that note, teeth on the bottom, what's going on on top? Is there like a sun exploding on his upper mouth? Because that doesn't look like beer. I think that, oh, they have the detail of the foam sort of being spritzed spritzed on the glass. Yeah, like that's where that's the beer has had a sip taken out of it. And so that's kind of where the foam has landed. So 
Yeesh. Yeah. yeah. That's what I'm saying, though. But it looks like we can't get his upper teeth. Maybe his upper teeth were just so bad that we really don't get an option to see the upper ones. We've just replaced it with a sunburst. Oof. This poor editor. This was uh, this was an all-nighter, I think, having to think about how to use this image of a man's open mouth, disgustingly so, and being like, all right, I got the beer in there, but those upper teeth have got to go. So we just replaced it with this. Couldn't tell you if the person who made this front piece for a card was either super depressed about their work or super excited. I re- th- this could either be a, it's 4 a.m., I got to turn in a card, or this could be someone said, this is the best card I've ever made. You think this was a Vor creator? You think this is this, is this what you're, step, you're putting on my doorstep, Bobby? Is that what you are? Is this what you've dragged out of the bush and put on the doorstep of greetings? Listen, if you, I'm not yucking a yum. I'm grateful that there's one guy in the creative department that is into Vor. All I'm saying is I don't want to see it. Don't want to see it at all. That's a quick discipline. That's disciplinary. This is a place of honesty. His name is Craig too. What? <laughs> Said this is a place of honesty, but I like it. His name is Craig too. His name's Craig too. Greg, go back to your desk. Autobiographical greeting card. Greg, go back to your desk. We'll tell you when the pizza party is. It's 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 Diane Diane's third birthday. <laughs> The youngest, the youngest employee in accounting here. All right, I need to get off this. This is this is making me hyperventilate. I got to get to the next page, or I'm gonna get even hotter. Uh, okay, so we get to the next page. Oh, this is where I want to be. This is after after a page full of vor. I like to relax in a hot tub full of amber bubbles, baby. It is just a beautiful, just a full page of beer bubbles. Now I'm a I'm a beer fan. I believe Bobby, you're a beer fan as well. Mm-hmm. So this is a relaxing photo, I would say. It's a it's a mood turnaround. The the first part, yeah, I felt the same way. I just I immediately felt more soothed than I was before, and not necessarily because the alcohol just. Amber and bubbles, just to me, the color palette, it's just so much better than a horrifying face screaming at you from, yes. from, the, from the get-go. This is the definition of eye bleach right here. Just mm. nice bubbles, a warm amber feeling. You're right. It's not even necessarily about the brew itself. It's the fact that I could be like that cool mosquito in Jurassic Park, just sitting there not thinking a damn thing. And then one day dinosaurs will be uh, my responsibility and it'll be because of me they were able to do it. We have a T-Nex. We're going to make a real loud dinosaur. Because he had like a little southern accent, right? The weird yes, RNA strand from or whatever your blood. it was. From your blood. And then from there, we mix it with frog DNA. But yes, the uh, this is a very pleasant page. Um, I like that they're all kind of accumulating on the left and then going down. I could almost see this being the background of a chic bar or a restaurant or maybe even being the theme for a bathroom. We might have to change the color a little bit because it looks a little too much like beer. But at the end of the day, I like the design of the bumbles. Bumbles. The yeah, bumbles. I feel like you could. Of the bumblebees. I feel like you could take these bumblebees and uh, put them through a Photoshop and make them look delightful for a background. Yeah, I I find it I find it very nice, especially from like I said, this card starts real strong and 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 brings it down uh, immediately, real high, go to real low. I think they knew when Craig, our animation Vor fan, when he brought this to the editing table, they were like, "All right, we're gonna make it pass because we owe Craig one because we've rejected the last thirty of his because they're all about mouths." But we do need to tone it down a bit on the second one. So what what does everyone love? Nice, relaxing bubbles. Even if it could look like beers, it could look like a fun day at the spa, it could be at the Hilton Garden in Jacuzzi. No matter what it is, bubbles are liked. So we really needed this moment to relax. Mm-hmm. And uh, from there, okay, I've, I'm now centered. I'm feeling better about myself. Really nervous about how this is going to end, but I'm going down to the third page, and it's now white, which feels odd. Don't know why they couldn't keep the amber color going, but now we are at a 
printer paper white. So it feels like the, the party's over, bar's closed. Craig, our bar guy's in trouble for putting so many beer glasses in his mouth. And the text says, money can't buy happiness, but it can buy you beer. And that's basically the same thing, period. Happy birthday. And happy birthday is in more like 50s, like drive-in Pops chocolate shop script. <laughs> and the top of it is the it could be Ariel, could be Times New Roman. It, it also fit. Why did it get so bland? Why did why did it end on such a low note? We went we went high and then we went medium and then we just went down low. Like, all right, we really need an eye bleach, so let's not even do anything pleasant. Let's just make it meat and potatoes. Let's not even mention the whole beer and mouth thing. We're just gonna talk about money buying you beer. Surely it couldn't have been that expensive to keep an amber color on a second page. But maybe it was. It's not my it's not my area. I don't know. I don't know either. Just charge an extra dollar for the damn ink or whatever it was. I don't know. People will buy a seven dollar card, right? How much? Because we don't most of the time, uh, you know, we've said this before on the podcast. We normally don't buy these cards. What are they up to now? Oh, uh, maybe three, four bucks for card, right? Right. Yeah, maybe. I thought it was probably closer to five, but you might be right. I don't know. That might be with the envelope, the whole envelope tax, et cetera. You're probably pulling five and change. But I think if you just bought a card, it's probably two or three. Probably somewhere in the ballpark of five. Of course, when you get to like the artisan cards a little bit higher, like seven, eight, you know, for the ones that are like, but I don't really know how high they go. And then you get to the papyruses, which that'll be a whole other podcast. Those ones. I I have student loans. You know, I can't be. (laughs) trucking with the papyrus cards. same here i got two cats that are not my responsibility and i i don't pay for their food but i just thought i'd bring it up because i thought we were just bringing up stuff thanks for the heads up yeah of course my pleasure this card went three different directions this card went three different this card offered you a catalog of emotions you could have for me the catalogs and i want to hear your three bobby mine were revulsion then comfort and then disappointed blandness there was no reason to end it this bland we could have kept it going with the fun beer bubbles but we decided not to and here we are now what were your three emotions i'm with you on the first two because i had the revulsion from the first part i had relaxation from the second and it wasn't blandness from the third part because it was more whatever the lower level of offense is and but what I mean by that is we've often said that greeting cards on some level have to be kind of universal or broadly appealing because they're for everyone. But there's a brand of joke and humor that's so bottom of the barrel that it almost borders on like, is this funny or is this just mean? Like there's a bar in New York City that I'm sure you you heard of called the 13th Step. Oh, I know the 13th Step. Which always felt so mean to me because I understand puns are fun. Pubs should have funny names. I'm all for that and making jokes and, and, and wisecracking. But 13th Step just always felt like, so you want like struggling alcoholics to relapse? Like it just, it always felt mean. And there's something about cards that just say like beer, huh? It's It always feels a little like, oh, okay, thanks for... Thanks for your thoughts. Of <laughs> Again, I don't know what bro is looking to get a greeting card. It's made for people who are like buying 240s of Bud Light and, and saying, and also I got you this card. It just yeah. it doesn't make any sense. To- no, yeah, I, I agree 100%. Like there is a person who is excited to get a greeting card and is into it. And the average beer bro, unless I am wrong, that's not normally their department. And the kind of person who is this much into a beer joke and not even like 
an artisanal craft joke. Like this is clearly a joke for a tall boy drinker, which I'm not insulting like a tall boy myself sometimes. But yeah, like this, this is the lowest common denominator of a joke. It's not even a joke about the thing that it was in the front. I didn't even say this much in my initial reaction to it. But again, it says money can't buy you beer. Money can't buy you happiness. Excuse me. Money can't buy you happiness, but it can buy you beer. And that's basically the same thing. And it's like, yeah, the lowest common beer joke denominator. And also, and yes, does feel like a little mean in that way. Um, really don't this get card also else. has to come with cash because if you don't have money with this card, it doesn't make sense. Well, what are you trying to provide? Like, okay, so you're not happy, but you have beer. Happy birthday. That's if you boil down the moral of this card, it says you, if you don't give them money in a situation where you don't give them money, this card boils down to. You're probably not very happy, but hey, there's beer. Happy birthday. <laughs> like that get, was that's so fucking depressing. Yeah. Yeah. That uh, is so bleak. Like what is that is that is the 13th step title of cards. Like it, yeah, you're right. It just feels very grim in a way. I I I don't really know and this is like a joke I've seen on multiple greeting cards, especially for guys who you might get the impression are not into greeting cards, but you still find the need to buy one for them because it's a celebration of them. And you can't just get a regular one that they'd enjoy anyways. You got to get one that appeals to their interests, in this case being beer. But it's, again, just like the most base joke in the world. And this is one that I've definitely read on multiple different cards. The money can't buy you happiness, but it can buy you beer or wine or anything else. That's basically the same thing, which, again, just feels kind of very dark in the most basic way. Like money can buy a lot of things and also... You know, not to get into it, but yeah, it's just ugh. the fact you had to bring this to my doorstep in a greeting card greeting card company is just really. And look, you can call me a snob. Maybe I maybe I am. Maybe I, you know, maybe I use Himalayan sea salt, as we were discussing before, uh, before you, we started you put recording. Himalayan sea salt in your cards, which I appreciate because it gives them an extra little kick when I lick them. Yeah. And, and in my coffee, too, because yeah. it's got to <laughs> crystallize. But mm, coffee and salt. Mm hmm. There's just something about jokes that are for literally no one it's like anyone and no one and and people write these cards it's a living so i'm not yeah like you said i'm not here to yuck anyone's yum but it is so baseline it's it's a a pie in the face and then that's that's the gag it's like if you find that funny then that is the that is the level there is nothing else to to consider with with this joke it's you're right it's vaudeville with none of the setup or the joke or the punchline or nothing it's there is nothing to watch and therefore it is made basically for no one i don't even know a beer aficionado who would necessarily take any interest in this one because it doesn't it, it just says something so uh bland and malaise that's why i was so disappointed at this end here because i was expecting something dynamic with this front it's it's a rough, wild beginning, but I was willing to, you know, take on the idea that, OK, with a reasonable doubt, something fun's going to happen. And then, of course, fun beer bubble animation. Great. You guys tried something new and just white background, the most basic text, just happy birthday, just falls like a like a broken egg, just falls like a damn just right right to the ground. I just I couldn't I can't believe it. This is a disappointing card. In so many ways. And if even if I wasn't someone who didn't like an open gaping mouth, if that was an actual phobia of mine, which it is, it's, <laughs> I've earned a good joke and you didn't give it to me, which makes me even matter. I'm going to the last page because I can't look at any of this. Anymore. Well, well, you're lucky because that's that's a coda. I don't think there's anything worth 
Oh no, I broke I broke you. I apologize. Uh, there's nothing uh, nothing that jumped out to me in the way that we, we didn't have a legal battle on our hands on the last page, but you could take a look and see if you find anything of interest. Uh, well, I, I think the thing that just broke me is just after all of my uh, after all of my seething hatred for the last page and sort of my uh, my great uh, venom that I just belted out for it. It has the audacity to have a better joke on its logo than it does to have in the damn card. <laughs> and for those that are not looking on the Instagram, Twitter, it is an image of an old timey camera, ones that had the big circular flash on top. And often the light bulb would break when you hit the flash and, you know, like a snapshot. And therefore it's called Oh Snap. Mm. So it's Oh Snap for a snapshot. And that is a better joke than the whole damn card. Because <laughs> the other card, the other joke, the other card is not a joke. The other card is like a damn short story, a sad short story that you read as a sort of, uh, as a testament to the dangers of excessive beer drinking and games with your friends. That, to end like that, my God. I There's just, steam <sighs> shooting out of your ears, my friend. I'm hot under the collar right now. Bobby, what do you think of the end? I need you to ch- chime in here. Uh, you got, you, you nailed it. It's just, it, it starts so in your face. And much like the, the bros who start out too hard in the night partying, it often ends just falling asleep on your friend's porch. And yeah. you think, well, this is how the night had to end. Also, I noticed, too, uh, I'm an idiot. The, the price of the card is clearly on the bottom right corner. So I got to look before. No, but I got all right. I have something about that, though. The price of the card. First off, it's exactly what you said it was. It's in the three to four dollar range. So it's exactly where it is. So bravo to you. You're way better at the economics of cards than I am. But the price for our listeners is three dollars and sixty nine cents. It's three sixty nine. The price is a better joke than the card. (laughs) It's sixty nine. Get it, dudes? That's funnier. I'm laughing at that. Then your sad, like, clown of a person, Nightmare Alley story about a guy who does jokes in a bar, and all he has is beer to make him happy. Give me two beer mugs. I'm going to put them in my, my mouth and like, no, Craig, not again. Please don't. Craig, no. Craig, this is the last bar we're allowed to go to that's named something very, very inappropriately in a mean fashion. Come on now. I don't want to get kicked out of this place, too. If we can't go to the DT's Inn, that's it. We have to go to a different state for the bar. I can't do that. Wait, DT's Inn? Yeah. <laughs> I'm trying to think of the worst thing I can name a bar. We can't go to Bill W's place, so, you know. It's just... What a... What a I, I feel almost bad I brought this to you. It's such a, a letdown, so I, I, I want to know no. your rating, because you, you get the honor of going first, because I brought the card, so I just... No, I this is it. I have a feeling I know. But I want to hear you say it. No, this is entertainment. Don't feel bad at all. If anything, you've you've done so much more than I've ever done by bringing this energy forward. This is what the people want. I hope, or maybe you don't. I don't care what you people want. It's too early to tell. Too early to tell. It's only the seventh episode. Please don't get mad at us. Keep subscribing. <laughs> I would rate this my lowest rating. Actually, I think I'm about to give this my lowest rating. Ooh. This not only goes right in the trash, but this card gets left at the bar we were at while watching the guy do his beer joke because that was given to me by a friend when we were out for our birthday. So I will, first off, I'm going to try, when this card is presented to me by a friend or loved one, I will try to hold my revulsion at the open gaping mouth at the front for they do not know my phobia and that is not on them to have known. But I will kind of like try to stifle and go, oh, uh, beer joke. And then I, got it, I open it up. 
I say, oh, thank you. That's so sweet. You didn't put any money in it, but that's all right. And then the night will come along, you know, maybe three or four drinks in. Time to call it a night. 1130 is rolling around. And uh, I'm going to try to be the last one out of the booth and just casually forget it at the booth. You leave just... it on the chair or the, or the or the seat and you just say, I forgot it. I stuck it in between the cushions. Move on. And if it ever gets brought up again, I'll be like, oh, you know what? I think, oh, shit, I think I left it at the bar. I'm so sorry. That was so funny. Oh, jeez, man. I like this this friend of yours who thinks you would enjoy this card and then also comes over at a later time and says, but where is that one birthday card that I got you one time at that bar? He well, that friend of mine only comes over to look at all of the greeting cards I've ever gotten. And it's like a little thing we do every week. And they always want to go like, hey, what about the one I brought you the other day? Because I, you know, keep like them in an organized exhibit fashion. And uh, that one just got lost. I'm sorry. It's uh, it's lost to time. A shrine, one might say. It is a shrine, a shrine to friendship and love. But unfortunately, not all of the ones get to make it to the shrine. Sometimes they have to continue on their own journey. And in that way, Bobby, how would you grade the journey of this card for you? I yeah, I have to say the same thing, more or less. I think this is a read sort of hold at arm's length and then just dispose of it i don't know this this might be this might be the lowest rated card i think we'll have to put together a chart in the season finale and see where everything landed we do we're gonna have to do that rating chart that was so popular talking about memes that didn't last this is gonna have to be uh like that ratings chart people were doing roughly six months ago and uh we're gonna have to rate all of our cards um that'll really age us but that'll be fine it might as well be the renaissance three weeks from now like or three weeks ago i can't even can't even think of that you know can't even think about that now and you know what maybe it will have its time again maybe people will start doing it all kind of roundabout again the way that uh trends tend to do and mm-hmm. uh this is getting a solid lowest grade f for me i mean i'm grateful that you brought it because we need to have something to more the failures and i'm glad we've got our first one this might be the lowest grade we've ever given one and uh yeah it's just it's overall grody just even if you take the message lightheartedly it's just kind of just a grody card and it just ends with a plop i have another one that i bought with this one i should stop buying these because i'm giving money to people yeah stop we have a rule we don't give them money that's the day take a photo with your phone i wasn't in a private enough spot that i just take photos of random cards there were too many eyes on me so i said okay i'll just pick they don't care they don't care if you take them i'm afraid it's not the library. Okay, no, it's fair. I I appreciate you giving money to this industry where I would not. I I am not supporting this industry, and that is where I am at fault here. I am pirating these cards, and you are actually giving them money. So I have to give you credit on that. Time will tell which one of us is right. Perhaps we both are. We balance each other. But I did buy another one at the same time as this one that has a similar lowbrow sort of sensibility that I'll probably bring up. I'm trying to st- stagger them because I, I I saw a couple at once that I liked, and so I wanted to stagger them. And when I totally. bring that one up, I'll probably compare it to this one and say it feels the same vibes as this co- lowest common denominator for anyone who doesn't feel like thinking, period, about their card. Yeah, for anyone who just... For anyone who, like we've said before, the kind of phrases that you could have made up yourself... For the person who really just wanted someone else to write it in Times New Roman 12 font for themselves because it looks better than your own print, here you go. This is the card for you. And I'll be excited for that second one because then we'll be able to compare who is the worst of the worst. It'll sort of be a, a battle of the two. And when that time comes, I will be ready. I will not be as flabbergasted as I was today. But we won't prejudge. Maybe we'll love it. Maybe it'll hit something in us that deserves to be sung. We just don't know. Yeah, maybe it will. Maybe it will hit the right chord. Um, but this one did not. It hit no chords. In fact, it took a hammer to the harp and went ahead and destroyed it. So that's why it is going for both of us in the trash. So on that end, Bobby, I want to thank you so much again for bringing this. What a nightmare you've brought today. 
Hey, let's go get a beer and we'll talk about it. All right. Bobby and I are going to go get ourselves a brew. Uh, We're going to go to a cool spot with a name that's not so mean. And uh, be sure to also treat yourself to a brew or whatever other kind of drink you might enjoy. And uh, be sure to subscribe and go ahead and like, subscribe, follow, whatever you do on Instagram and Twitter at the handles I said at the beginning. If you've got a card you'd like us to review, go ahead and send it to us on those DMs and we will try to get to it. Bobby, it's beer time. I didn't say Miller, but then I just did. (laughs) Bye. Bye.